Archbishop, how are you? I'm doing fine, Maria. Thank you so much for joining us again on Practicing Catholic. Today we are talking about the Synod on Synodality. (laughs) And we have been talking here at Practicing Catholic in the Archdiocese about the idea of Synod and Synods for almost three years with our Archdiocesan Synod underway. And it's been an education for a lot of us here in the Archdiocese to learn what a Synod is in the first place. Um, And now Pope Francis has announced a worldwide Synod of Bishops at the Vatican on the very topic of Synodality. (laughs) So remind me again, before we even dive into what that event is and how we need to prepare for it, what is a Synod at the heart of it? And, And then what is Synodality? Great. They're, they're, they're wonderful questions. And um, certainly the concept of synods and synodality shouldn't be new to anybody in the archdiocese, because as you hinted at, we've been talking about it uh, for three years. And it's a certainly the, the, the language isn't necessarily something that is very common in most parts of the church. Uh, our Lutheran brothers and sisters refer to what we would call a diocese as a synod, and certainly our Eastern brothers and sisters, uh, our Orthodox and uh, Eastern Catholic brothers and sisters would uh, have a sense of synod as well because it's a, an expression that they've often used as they bring people together to help uh, discuss matters of importance to the church and uh, in, a, in a way that is focused on discerning uh, the path forward. And so in the early days of the church, it would, be co- it would have been common in the eastern part of the church, most especially, to bring together bishops to discuss diff- different issues, and they would call those things synod. So it's a, it's a Greek word. And, uh, but Pope Francis reminds us that it, it, uh, it really comes from that sense of journeying together. And in um, his great uh, letter to, to youth, he spoke about how we use the word synod in the scriptures when we talk about the group that Mary and Joseph were in on the way back and forth to um, to Jerusalem, uh, the time when Jesus was lost in the crowd. But it's that idea of a group of people moving together, and but in, in our church context, it's with a particular end in mind, and that's with, with discerning uh, what it is that uh, God wants from our church and how it is that we can get there. So we can speak really about any kind of consultative process in the church that's based on on discernment and based on listening as being synodal. And uh, since the really very beginning of Pope Francis's pontificate, he's been modeling that for us and then also speaking a great deal. And it really is so beautifully, even though it's the, the the history of the synod stretch all the way back to the beginning of the church. Uh, this discussion about consultation is something that's extremely relevant in the uh, in the church post Second Vatican Council because at the Second Vatican Council there was so much discussion about what flows from uh, our baptism, this universal call to holiness, and how all people, not just bishops, not just priests, not just religious, uh, but all people in virtue of their baptism have something to contribute to the church. And uh, Pope Francis's emphasis on synodality is just a way of, of calling those gifts forward in a, in a more organized way. At the same time, uh, at the Second Vatican Council, there was a renewed emphasis on something called the Synod of Bishops. And so once again, it was that idea of 
encouraging the Holy Father to bring together uh, bishops from around the world, not all the bishops, like when you do an ecumenical council, it's all of the bishops. Uh, what was envisioned for the Synod of Bishops was a smaller grouping than that, but still representative, that would come together to uh, express their views in a way that would help the Holy Father in his role as, as Vicar of Christ and as pastor of the Universal Church. What Pope Francis has really emphasized is that that process is important at every level of the Church, so not just uh, for advising him for how he, it is that he governs or or leads the church, uh, but also at the level of, of our, our nations. So when we talk about our Conference of Bishops, the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, in some ways that's an expression of synodality, but even at the diocesan level and at the parish level. So at the diocesan level, when there's a diocesan uh, pastoral council, that's an expression of synodality. If the bishop is using that to, to listen uh, to what his people have have to say from their experience and together to prayerfully discern a path forward, that's an expression of synodality. Or on the parish level, if the pastor is really using the, the parish pastoral council in, in that same kind of way, that's an expression of synodality. Pope Francis is saying that now, uh, more than 50 years after the Second Vatican uh, uh, Council, that it's time for us to really think about how it is that we can really use that concept of synodality to give us new energy in doing the, the work of the church. And so in, in most recently, he's been saying that synodality is not so much an event or a slogan, but a style in a way of being by which the church lives out her mission in the world. That's that's mm -hmm. taken right from the Vatimecum uh, for this uh, particular synod of bishops. Uh, but it's that idea of how it is that we, we're able to, as the people of God, uh, to recognize that we're on a journey together and that each of us playing our own role depending upon our vocation but united with each other that we can move together and and make sure that that work of of uh, the spirit is something that takes place in Christ's church so it's uh really he's the holy father is asking us in this uh, new initiative uh, to take some time to discuss one particular question and that's how does journeying together that we do as a church take place today on different levels? So from the local level to the universal one, and how does that allow the church to more credibly proclaim the gospel? And how is it that the Holy Spirit is inviting us um, to move forward to grow as a synodal church? So as a, a church in, where, in which there's this kind of prayerful consultation and discernment. So, sorry, Maria, that's a complex answer, but it, it gives us a little bit of a sense for what it is that we're doing. No, absolutely. I think when we're using a word that we have heard maybe more often in some of the, in the church speak of synodality, but it still isn't something that we have a, perhaps a common understanding of um, or that immediate understanding. You you noted some uh, synod of bishops um, that have happened um recently. I mean, and some of those include the Synod on um, Young Adults and Youth, and we had a Synod on um, Marriage and Family, and and those sorts of things, you know. So they're, they're uh, focused very... on particular issues rather than just the church in general. But this next one that the Holy Father is calling is focused on the question of the process of, and, and the notion of synodality. I would just add one other thing, Marie. I mean, the, the term that's much more common for us is consultative, huh? but it's mm -hmm. not consultative like a city council or 
um, you know, a, a, an association for your condo. It's not that kind of a consultation <laughs> because it, it really has to be focused on, uh, on, on prayer, you know, rooted in prayer and with that intention of discerning where the Holy Spirit is leading us. So it's not just a, a question of, of trying to gather information and make a good decision. It's something that, that goes deeper than that. And certainly in our own experience of uh, uh, our diocesan, archdiocesan synod, we've been trying to illustrate that. You know, we were very mindful of the Pope telling us that a synod isn't like a parliament. Huh? Mm-hmm. He's been saying that in the past, even before the most recent statements. But that it really has to be focused on on a listening to one another. But when we listen to one another, we're listening for the Holy Spirit in the midst of that, and then trying to dis- discern together. And we really shouldn't be su- surprised that the Holy Father would have such interest in this because he's a he's a Jesuit, and the Jesuits have as part of their charism uh, that Im- really emphasizing the important role of discernment. That's what. St. Ignatius was so famous for his rules of discernment and not just in making those major decisions of life, uh, but also in, in just how it is that we live every day, but always bringing the Holy Spirit into, in, into that kind of decision-making process. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's a beautiful uh, way of thinking about this, of, of clarifying it um, as consultation rooted in, in prayerful discernment and listening. Uh, so what is exciting is that it seems that here in the Archdiocese of St. Paul, Minneapolis, that we're a little bit ahead of the game, um, that through Providence, we are already in our own synod process. And I'm wondering, how does um, our own synod process for our local church, um, how has that prepared us to do what Pope Francis has asked dioceses to do ahead of the worldwide synod? Yes. So I, I think a couple of things. One is that even just the with the vocabulary, it's something that's that we've already heard in this archdiocese. So we, we kind of grasp what it means to be synodal and to uh, really have that desire to, uh, uh, to listen, to uh, consult, and uh, to discern, right? So that I think we already are recognizing that there's great fruit that can come from that. And so when we did our prayer and listening sessions at the first stage of our pre-synod preparation here in the archdiocese, we had over 8,000 people participate in that. And, you know, it was intentionally structured uh, in a way that I think the Holy Father would approve of in that it was rooted in prayer. So we spent such a, you know, a good chunk of time really reflecting on the scriptures and, but also with reflecting on what the teaching of the church is. And then out of that experience of prayer, uh, then addressing um, things that we thought we needed to, to speak. And, and uh, really trying to listen at that time uh, for the Holy uh, for the Holy Spirit. Some people have heard me mention. I think we had thirty five thousand uh, comments that came in uh, based on those prayer and listening events. And, and then we had a whole team that were prayerfully trying to work their way through those comments and putting them into into categories and trying to figure out where where did we have uh, where did there seem to be a movement of the Holy Spirit? And I, I was very involved in that as well, and really trying to prayerfully uh, discern what would be possible areas for moving forward. So we here already have a little bit of that experience. And the Holy Father is asking each diocese in, in the world to participate in this, to begin those discussions on synodality. And he, he gives some wonderful hints as to uh, through the uh, office of the Synod of Bishops for 
how a diocese might do that. And there are things that we've already been doing. So anybody that's been participating in our uh, small group consultation in our parishes this fall would already be prepared, I think, uh, to engage in much the same way with the types of questions that the Holy Father is asking us to discuss. Now, we've, we haven't uh, changed the, the topics for our archdiocesan consultation because that's important for our process. But I would not be surprised, for example, if, if, if in the beginning of the new year, if we didn't use much of the same kind of process uh, calling people forward. And I think many people are speaking to me about the positive experience that they've had in their small group consultations uh, to then begin to address some of the, the questions that the Holy Father has posed to the universal church. And I, I think that that will be a very fruitful way of, of, of helping the Holy Father to uh, do the discernment that, that he needs to do, providing that information um, that will be important uh, for the synod of bishops uh, that will uh, at the universal level uh, that will be taking place in 2023. Mm-hmm. But it's um, it's just all part of that process. You know, we're, we're asked to be able to provide information to the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops by April of 2022. So we're trying to get through the, this initial consultation for our Archdiocesan Synod and then we'll we'll turn, I think, to the questions uh, that the Holy Father has asked of us um, in a in a second moment. But where we're blessed is that we already have an experience, we already have some structures in place, and some ways of being able to relate to one another. Where where we're accustomed to to listening, and we're accustomed to uh, prayerfully discerning. So, mm-hmm. I I think we're going to be well poised. Uh, to move forward um, with the Holy Father's ag- agenda here in a way that will provide uh, helpful information uh, to the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops and help them to prepare for um, their own further pre-synodal preparations at the continental level. So I, I think the, the, the idea is that the Ameri- uh, those from the United States would be meeting with those from Canada and that that information would be uh, discerned at that point and then also forwarded uh, to Rome for the Synod of Bishops. Mm So it's a pretty elaborate process. I think that we're going to be able to provide uh, good information. The Holy Father has stressed that he very much wants there to be opportunities for all people to participate. And the the initial documents from the Synod of Bishops uh, emphasize the role of the Presbyteral Council, the Council of Priests, in our archdiocese and then also the diocesan pastoral council we don't have one of those right now but we have the lay advisory board that functions much in that mm-hmm. way so they the both of those groups will have i think key roles the holy father is also asked that we make sure that we hear from religious from those in the ecclesial movements and then also from those on the peripheries so we'll be looking at different ways of doing that whether that would be once again, listening sessions with small groups or whether that would be uh, doing some uh, surveys that might even be on online or that people might be able to pick up in their parishes. We're still trying to figure that out. But the hope sure. would be to really give good information uh, to the Holy Father in, uh, and really to the Synod of Bishops as they help the Holy Father. 
Well, and we are acknowledging our um, participation in that worldwide process with Mass on uh, October seventeenth this weekend, following our following Pope Francis's um, Mass, opening it on October tenth, and uh, so we're coming together as a local church just to launch that process, and you'll be presiding at that Mass. Yes, at the I'm looking forward 5 to PM. it. I don't think it's confessional material, uh, Maria, but. We are going to use that as well. So certainly to, to be praying for the uh, this whole process that the Holy Father has initiated at the universal level. But it's also a moment for us to pray for a deepening of our efforts for our Archdiocesan Synod. And so I really welcome it for both opportunities uh, to, to be able to, to focus on what it is that we're doing and, and how it is that we're doing it. In my mind, it's, it's really exciting and I have been, you know, trying to get to as many of the synod small groups as possible. And one of the things that I, I hear repeatedly is the gratitude that people are expressing for having this opportunity to, to say what's on their mind and to, and to offer ideas and to really share what, what has been their experience of the, of the church, uh, whether it be at the parish level or the archdiocesan level. And that's the kind of thing that I, I think will be helpful as we try to provide this helpful information to the Synod of Bishops for the Holy Father. Well, that's fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Archbishop. Uh, before we go, would you give us our, your blessing, please? I would be happy to, Maria. May the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon you and upon all of our listeners. May we know the love of the Lord this day and always and be inspired to I give the very best that we have for the good of the church. Amen. Amen.